Bibles, would you turn with me to Deuteronomy 7. I have a few scriptures I'm going to read out tonight. <clears throat> I just believe the Lord led this wee word in my heart. Uh, maybe six, eight weeks ago, and it is a wee word, <laughs> but uh, I pray it'll, it'll help someone tonight and encourage someone tonight, you know, and it's what the Lord laid in my heart, and it's encouraged me even doing this short word, you know, and uh, I do believe it's for someone here tonight, you know, just a bit of encouragement, you know. But Deuteronomy 7, and also we're going to turn to 1 Corinthians 10 and 13. I have a few scriptures I'm going to read out. You can follow me if you want, or you can just listen. But Deuteronomy 7, 7 to 9, it says, The Lord did not set his love upon you, nor choose you, because you were more in number than any people. For you were the fewest of, of all people. But because the Lord loved you, and because he would keep the oath which he had sworn unto your fathers, hath the Lord brought you out with a mighty hand, and redeemed you out of the house of bondmen from the hand of Pharaoh, king of Egypt. Know therefore that the Lord thy God, he is God, the faithful God, which keepeth covenant and mercy with them that love him, and keepeth commandments to a thousand Generations, and we'll turn it to First Corinthians ten and verse thirteen. And it says, There hath no temptation taken you, but as such but such as is common to man. But God is faithful, who will not suffer you to be tempted above that you are able, but will with the temptation also make a way to escape, that ye may be able to bear it. Isaiah 49 and 7 says, Thus saith the Lord, the Redeemer of Israel, and his Holy One, to him whom man despiseth, to him who the nation abhorreth, to a servant of rulers, kings shall see and arise, princes also shall worship, because of the Lord that is faithful. And the Holy One of Israel shall choose thee. Jeremiah 42 and 5 says, Then they said to Jeremiah, The Lord be a true and faithful witness between us. If we do, if we do not even according to all things which the Lord thy God shall send thee to us. 1 Corinthians 1 and 9 says, God is faithful. God is faithful, by whom you were called unto the fellowship of his Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. You know, friends, it's not rocket science tonight. It's not rocket science tonight, but there's, there's one phrase that links all those scriptures together. One phrase that has a common thread just running through those scriptures. And I'm sure there's many, many more. Well, I know there's many, many more. But I've only picked out those few scriptures. Can anybody tell me what that phrase is? Correct, brother. God. God is faithful. You know, friends, I can say with all assurance, 
in all confidence tonight that we, that you and I, we serve a faithful God. Amen. We serve a faithful God. He will be faithful to us right up to the very end. You know, friends, there's no shadow of turning with him. We may change. We may falter. We may fail. We may even lose faith for a short time. But friends, hear me tonight. God will always be faithful. God will always be faithful. God will always be true. He will never change. He is the only wise and true and faithful God. There is no other. And there was no other. And there will be no other like him. He was faithful at the beginning of creation and he'll be faithful right at the end of creation. You know, friends, creation's not finished yet. Creation's not finished yet. How can I say that? Well, I'll tell you how I can say it. Babies are still being born. Babies are still being born into this world. But when that stops, when that stops, then we'll know that God has finished with creation. But God, who is faithful, is still allowing human life, friends, to be born into this world. No matter what the abortionists are saying. No matter what they're saying. He's faithful. Friends, hear me tonight. He's faithful to his creation. You know, if we didn't have a faithful God, we would be of all men most miserable. Is that not right tonight? Is that not right? You know, Jonathan says, Dad, what are you saying that for? Is that not right? It's a, it's a double negative. But that's just the way I say. Is that not right? If we didn't have a faithful God, we would be of all men most miserable. I mean, you just need to look around you at this world today. Look and see what's happening across this world today. Even right on our own doorstep. Even in the streets of Belfast. Even amongst our own families tonight. Misery. Misery and hopelessness has flooded into many homes today. Hearts have become heavy and despondent. Many don't even know what to do. They don't know which way to turn. They don't know who to turn to. Life has become meaningless for many tonight. You know, friends, it's a terrible, terrible, sad situation. You know, I see it rope my dog's face every time I look at him. And that's the truth. I see it rope in his face every time I look at him. And my heart breaks. My heart breaks. And friends, I've been telling you lies. If it doesn't affect me, it does. It does. And I know there's many prayers going up for him, for my family, and for many families here tonight, and, and for those in the streets of Belfast, and for those in other towns and villages across across our wee country. And we pray that God will break through and, and hear and answer in a mighty way, for he is a faithful God. He is a faithful God. But the reality is, friends, without Christ in their lives, they have no hope. They haven't a hope. But friends, we, we who are of Christ, we have a hope. We have a hope. We have a faithful God who says that he will never leave us nor forsake us. Look what Jeremiah says in Lamentations. Turn to Lamentations 3 and 21 if you don't mind, please. Lamentations 3 and 21. Jeremiah says, 
This I recall to my mind. Therefore have I what? Therefore have I hope. We are not consumed because his compassions, they fail not. They are new every morning and we've just sung it there. Great, great is thy faithfulness. You know, Jeremiah wants the people to know that all is not lost. Friends, hear me tonight. All is not lost. That world may be going to hell in a handbasket. That world may be going to rack and ruin. The hearts of men may be getting more evil. The church may be on the back foot, getting pressed on every side. But friends, hear me tonight. All is not lost. All is not lost. Why? Because we have a hope. We have a hope that will never fail. Not a hope so hope, but a no so hope, friends. A no so hope. A hope and a faithful and an unchanging God. You know, Matthew Henry says this. He says, but for hope, but for hope, the heart would break. And friends, I only know that too well in my own life. If it were not for a faithful God, then my heart And I know many hearts here tonight. They would be broken. They would be broken. But therefore, friends, have we hope. And we are kept from despondency and despair. Verses 22 and 23 of Lamentations 3 says this. It is of the Lord's mercies that we're not consumed because of his compassions. They feel not. They are new every morning for great For great friends, for great friends is his faithfulness. You know, friends, as bad as things are in this world, it's owing to the mercy of God that they're not worse. That they're not worse. We may be afflicted by the, by the Lord's wrath, but it's off the Lord's mercies we're not consumed. It's by the mercy of God that his anger, it only lasts a brief time, but friends, hear me very clearly tonight. His loving kindness, it never fails. It just keeps going on and on and on and on and on. There's no ending to it, friends. Thank God. Thank God for his mercies that we're not consumed. And thank God that his compassions, friends, they fail not. And you know what that word compassion means? It means sympathy. It means pity. It means concern. It means having a strong feeling of sympathy and sadness for those that are suffering. And friends, even though when sometimes we think that God has shut up his tender mercies towards us, friends, let me tell you tonight, these rivers of mercy and compassion, they run fully and they run constantly. They never, ever, ever will run dry for they are new every morning. Every morning he sympathizes with us. Every morning he's concerned for us. Every morning he comforts us. Every morning his compassions are lavish upon us. When our comforts fail, when our comforts fail, Yet God's compassions and God's comforts, they never fail. They fail not for great. For great is his faithfulness towards us. Psalm 37 and 25 and 26 says this. I have been young and now I'm old. Yet I have not seen the righteous forsaken. 
nor his seed begging bread. He is ever merciful and lendeth. His seed has blessed. Friends, he's been faithful when we were young. And hear me tonight, he'll be faithful when we're old. He's faithful when we're in need. And friends, he's faithful when we're in plenty. Friends, what a faithful God. What a faithful God we serve. His faithfulness, it knows no ending. But you know something, brothers and sisters, tonight? There's a double edge to this. There's a double edge to this. And all of God's faithfulness to us as children, it is required that we be faithful to him. It is required that you and I be faithful to him, his word, and his ways. You know, the Apostle Paul writing to the Corinthians says in 1 Corinthians 4, 1 and 2, he says, let a man so account of us as of ministers of Christ and stewards of the mystery of God. Moreover, it is required in stewards that a man be found faithful. Now you see those two words, ministers and stewards, they also can mean servants. They also can mean servants. And friends, we, you and I, are the servants of the living God. It's just not the preacher. It's just not the pastor. It's just not the minister. But friends, it's those of us who are blood-bought. If you're blood-bought tonight, it's talking about you, it's talking about I. We are all ministers. We are all stewards. We are all servants of the Most High God. And what Paul is saying here is, is that we, is that you and I, we have to be found faithful. We have to be found faithful to him, Jehovah God, the author and the finisher of our faith. It's not just, well, you can if you want to, deal sort of a deal, friends. No, but it is required, friends. It is required that we be found faithful to him, to him. And friends, hear me very clearly tonight. It's not adhering to a set of rules. That's just legalism. And we all know what legalism can do. It brings death. And it brings decay. God forbid legalism. But friends, listen to me tonight. It's being true to the interests of our Lord Jesus Christ. It's loving what he loves. And hearing what he hates. It's pleasing him in our words, our thoughts, and our actions, and our deeds. It's making much about him. And as little as possible about us. Friends, it's about trusting in him. And in him alone. Friends, the arm of flesh, it'll fail us. We dare not trust our own. But we need to trust him. We need to trust him. Hebrews 10 and 22 and 23 says, Let us draw near with a true heart and full assurance of faith. Having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. Let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering. Why? For he is faithful that promised. He is faithful that promised. Oh, friends, it's about drawing near to God. It's about drawing near to God in a right manner. With a true heart and with a pure heart. A heart without guile. A heart without hypocrisy. A heart in full assurance of faith. For friends, without faith it is impossible to please him. It's impossible to please him. And when we draw near to him, it says that we are to hold fast. We are to hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering. 
without doubting, without disputing, without being tempted to forsake the God that we love. And what is the motive of this duty? What is the motive of this duty that we have to do? Well, it's because as he is faithful that promised. He is faithful that promised. If we as believers are faithful to him and his word, then friends, I tell you, God will be a million times more faithful and true to us. Friends, we all have our part to play. We, we, we all have our part. This isn't a one-way traffic system thing, no. But we all have our part. To, God says, if you will, if, you, if I will, if you will, then he will. If you will draw near to me, then I will draw near to you. Friends, hear me tonight. He's a faithful God. He is a faithful God. Let me tell you a wee story that I read in one of our daily readings. And it's from a man called Charles M. Alexander. He was a gospel singer and a, a soul winner in the late 1800s and early 1900s. And he says this. He says, I was standing in a bank in Liverpool. He was standing at the, the counter of a bank in Liverpool, waiting for the clerk to come. And as I was waiting, I picked up a pen and began to write on a blotter in large letters two words which had gripped my heart like a vice. Pray through. Pray through. I kept talking to a friend and printing until I had the desk blotter filled from top to bottom with a column. Pray through. Pray through. I transacted my business and went away. The next day, my friend came to see me and said he had a striking story to tell me. A businessman came into the bank soon after we had gone. He had grown discouraged with business troubles. He, and as he started to transact with some of the business with the, with the same clerk, over that blotter, his eye caught the writing that was on the blotter. Pray through. Pray through. He asked who wrote those words and when told, exclaimed, that is the very message that I needed. I will pray through. I have tried in my own strength to worry through and have merely mentioned my troubles to God. Now I am going to pray the situation through until I get some light. He then goes on to say this. Don't stop praying, but have more trust. Don't stop praying for prayer. For prayer we must. Pray, faithful, banished, amount of care. Don't stop praying. God answers prayer. And you know, friends, if we are faithful to pray through in this place of prayer, then can I tell you, God will be faithful to hear and answer our prayers. It's a promise from God. And friends, hear me, God can't lie. God can't lie. He is faithful to his word. He's faithful to his written word. Now listen to this. Listen to this. All I have seen teaches me 
to trust the Creator for what I have not seen. I'm going to repeat that again. All I have seen teaches me to trust the Creator for what I have not seen. Friends, think about that for a minute or two. What things have you seen God do all throughout your Christian life? You've seen him save. You've seen him heal. You've seen him deliver. You've seen him set free. You've seen him provide. You've seen him making a way where there seems to be no other way. You've seen him move in those impossible situations. We've seen him move miraculously amongst them. Some of us have even experienced his miraculous power in our lives and our bodies. This building we're in right now is a miracle. It's a miracle from God. We have all been part of this miracle. We have seen him work faithfully in all our lives. Friends, there's no doubt about that. But now I want to, but now I want you to think about those things, those things that you haven't seen. Those things that you prayed for for maybe many, many long years or maybe even just a short time and still you haven't seen the fulfillment of them. Unsaved loved ones getting saved, backslidden family members being restored, healing of those that are sick, deliverance from besetting sins, deliverance from addictions, revival in the land and in the church. A financial need, a material need. Maybe even those things that can't even be mentioned in public. You know, friends, there could be a whole raft of things you're believing the Lord for. But as yet, you haven't saw the answer. Well, friends, can I encourage you tonight? Look back. Look back at all the answers to prayer over your life. From the smallest prayer right to the biggest prayer. Look back to the valleys. To all the valleys that he's brought you through. Look back to the dark nights that he's shown. That is light upon you. Look back at all the mountains that he's removed. From in front, front of your path. Look back at the peace. That he's given you. So much friends. There's so much. The Lord has done for us. So friends tonight. Can we by faith believe believe our God? Can we trust him? Can we trust him for those things that we've not seen yet? For faithful is he that promised. You know, friends, he's been faithful in the past. And he'll be faithful in the future. He was faithful yesterday. And he'll be faithful tomorrow. Friends, he that is faithful is he that has called you. Friends, he is a faithful God. What he says, he will do. You know, it's very simple tonight. We just got to believe him. And we just got to take him at his word to see those answers to prayers. You know, again, I'll say it. God says, if you will, if you will, then I will. Friends, he's a faithful God. He's a faithful God. You know, let me finish tonight. By reading you the words of a, of a song I've been listening to and it's just over the last few weeks and it's brought a lot of encouragement to me and I, I would maybe encourage you to go on and listen. It's by Charity Gale. You can go on to YouTube and listen to it but 
I want to read the words out to you tonight. And hopefully this will bless your heart. And it goes like this. If you felt the dark of night, questioning what is out of sight, he is the answer. He is the light. If you have felt the weight of sin, bound by the shame that's held you in, he'll break the chains. He will forgive. Lift your heads. Morning is coming. There's more to the story. Don't forget in grief and in glory, still great is his faithfulness. If you have felt broken and betrayed, knowing to trust alone and afraid, he'll comfort you. He knows your name. If you have wrestled with the ache of loss and why this has been your road to walk, he bore your pain. He wore your cross. Lift your head. For morning is coming. There's more to the story. Don't forget. In grief and in glory. Still great is his faithfulness. He is present. Helper. Keeper. Great is his faithfulness. Perfect. Sovereign. Fortress. Great is his faithfulness. Abba. Father, comfort, great is his faithfulness. Redeemer, restorer, sustainer, great is his faithfulness. Wait on him, rest on him. Come yet find your peace again. Trust in him, hope in him. Great is his faithfulness. Lift your head. Morning is coming. Friends, there's more to the story. In grief and in glory. For great, great is his faithfulness. You know, friends, before we come to prayer tonight, David, could you come tonight? Could we all stand, please? David, could we sing, or just play over that song we sung last, Great is thy faithfulness. Great is thy faithfulness. But you know, before we do anything tonight, could we just thank God for his faithfulness?